Uh, I apologize, everyone. Welcome to Pretty Sick Lupus Chick. And I am Pretty Sick Lupus Chick, Shamika Marty. And right now, we are just heading everything up, making sure that we worked out all the kinks, technical difficulties. So, you know, I'm black and I'm never on time. So I, I just got to put that out there. I'm sorry, son. But yes. Um, so right now, uh, we are going to talk about all things lupus for our first episode. Uh, we're going to try and make sure that this happens every week. So hello there to everyone that's out there and people that are joining. I'm so excited. Thank you for the support. Um, if you do not know me and this is your first time logging on to my page, of course, in my name, it says lupus chick. I not only have lupus, but I have other overlapping autoimmune diseases. And I want to make sure that I start the conversation, get the word out there, educate people, um, a little bit about myself. I am a wife, mother of three. Um, I do IT, I do motivational speaking, I show people how to live and survive with an illness. Um, I am originally from the East Coast, New Jersey, uh, Philadelphia area, and I just came to the Bay Area um, about, it's been about five and a half years, and mostly because uh, my doctor said, look, it's cold over here, I think if you move over to warm climates, you will basically probably get better and because one of my diseases is rhinoids um, it makes your hands get really purple and cold um, I don't have that problem anymore so we are here for that um, I have been a lupus survivor for almost 10 years now um, my mother had lupus my grandmother had rheumatoid arthritis so I've been dealing with sickness my entire life I had to grow up at a very early age and help take care of people. So that's why I'm such a strong-willed person and I have a different attitude and appreciation for life because my mother passed away at a very young age and she showed me what to do to survive. And I feel as though, honestly, that's been my calling aside from everything else that I do and making sure that I get the energy out there. I show people I'm raw with everything. You will come onto my page, you'll see a needle in my arm. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm showing everyone, like you may see a pretty picture where I'm on the beach, but you also see the raw stuff where I'm getting abused in my arms with the, the vampires, the bloodsuckers, taking my blood all the time. So, with that, the things that I've learned over the years, I want to make sure that I bring that out there. Um, I already have some guests lined up that want to speak about other autoimmune diseases. If you weren't aware, yesterday was Rare Disease Day. Um, so that was something that, you know what, I don't just talk about lupus. What I go through, someone with EDS may be going through with IBS, interstitial disease, scleroderma, everybody needs to be heard everybody has a story and that's what my podcast that's what i'd like for it to be and there's different aspects of being sick it affects different parts of your life and that's why today my first guest is my oldest son um maru davis you may have seen him he's you know spending some time with me without shooting and being on set and everything so it's very precious time but even though 
I'm sick and he helps take care of his mother. I know what it feels like, but everyone is different in how they view things. So I want to make sure that, you know what, everyone always asks me how I'm doing, but no one ever asks my kids, you know what, how are you doing? What does it feel like to see your mother going through something or when I can't walk? Because you guys have seen pictures of my feet and you know what, I'm, I'm so glad I don't get a whole bunch of uh, DMs of guys saying, you know what, show me some more pictures of your feet. <laughs> but... <laughs> Look, I have to keep it, you know, where it's engaged, okay? Um, But my feet do swell, and I honestly can't walk. They've pushed me in a wheelchair, and when we go to the airport, my feet swell, so I'm always in a wheelchair, or he'll have to carry me upstairs, or my husband carries me upstairs. That that doesn't make someone feel great, so we're going to have that conversation, and then, you know what, let you know about, hey, this is something that I've tried, like every week. I tried different things. I've got some herbs and I'll let you know how that worked out. And if I can share and help save someone else through going through some type of pain or letting them know, this is what you should say to your doctor. I wanna make sure that we put that type of stuff out there. So just to give you that little bit of background and we will have a question and answer session. So if you have any questions, or if you want to say hi, what's up, I will shout you out. Let me know. I can see I can see my sister just joined. Hey, Tiara, um, showing you some love. And Jen, Jen's my other lupus friend. Hey, girl, waving to you. Um, I just can't reach the screen, so otherwise I would, like, press everything. <laughs> there you go. That, that's my, my technical guy there. He's waving to everybody now. Thank you, Joe. Um, so let's get started with our special guest, Rue Davis. My son is 23 years old and a big actor, production assistant, you know, uh, actor extraordinaire, whatever you want to say. Um, but go ahead and introduce yourself and then I'll start grilling you with the heavy questions. Oh boy. Um, yeah, like she said, my name is Amaru. Yes, and I have a daughter, Alejandra. Um, she is 20. And my youngest son, Antonio, he is 13. So growing up and seeing not only me, but if you can remember back to my mother, your mom, and your nana, um, what are your thoughts about before I got sick? So there was a brief time before I got sick and just seeing what happened to them. How did you make that feel? What do you remember? Well,
No, when um, my Nana, well, when I was born, she was already losing the ability to walk. So my grandmother had uh, severe rheumatoid arthritis, and I didn't really know too much about your great-grandmother on your dad's side, so I didn't know she had a triple bypass as well. And my Nana had that too, so she had several heart surgeries. Um, she couldn't feed herself. She couldn't go to the bathroom by herself. So those things had to be done by myself or my mother. Um, but you came around when she was taken out of our house because my mom couldn't take care of her anymore and in the assisted living facility. And that's when we would visit her. Um, but by the time you were three, my mother had already had a kidney transplant. So that was the good time. And then the last two years of her life were the bad time because the kidney rejected. So that's why you wouldn't remember her being super sick like I would. But just at least seeing your great grandmother never being able to get out of the bed and hold you or walk with you or come with us to a restaurant, you know, as a child, I would think you could notice something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I And we had the bed in yeah. the middle of the, the living room. Well, the living room and But when you think about it, what you just said is normal. If you ask other friends of yours, they don't think that that is normal because that doesn't happen yeah. to other people's families. But as you can see, my family, we're used to sickness. Mm -hmm. So it's something that it isn't like, oh, my God. Um, so I guess I carried that over, even though I grew up not wanting my kids to have to experience that. Um, so now going to the second part, now when you started to see that I was breaking down, what were your thoughts when initially things were going crazy with my body before it was actually determined that I had lupus. My back. For your back? Yeah. There are so many things wrong. Can't keep track.
Well, since you brought it up, <laughs> you can go right into it. So out of all the times um, that I've been sick, has there ever been a time that you thought, like, I don't know if she's going to make it? Because, you know, right now, I don't just go to the hospital. When I win a stay at the hospital, I go, go right past going to the ICU. And I know I've seen your little brother be scared, and that's probably because he's younger. But is there any point in time where you've seen me sick where I've allowed it? Because I know I do hide it, um, not just from my friends, but I do try to hide it from my kids, that you felt like, I really don't know. It was a long answer, you know, like, yes or no. No, I'm going to make sure that I walk with you or dance with you, whatever way it's supposed to be, at your wedding with whoever you marry. I don't really know. Nobody ever knows. But I see that Serena's watching, so I'm going to say, hi, Serena. Um, You're going to kill me. But, you know, I had to ask that question because as a mother, you do wonder and you want to make sure that um, you don't scare your children because honestly, the things that I saw, you did not see. I would come home and my mom wouldn't say anything. And I know that I don't say anything sometimes, but I try not to be as silent as she was. I would come home from school and she wouldn't tell me that she was sick and I would find her slumped over in the bathroom and blood everywhere and I'd have to be like uh and that is honest to god 
one of my biggest fears is me not having control and passing out and you guys having to figure it out because I know I haven't like taught you everything and I had to learn on the fly. So that's why I don't always try to say certain things, but then I try to educate you, but it's still a fear. And even your uncle had to see that and he was younger than me. So it's something that's kind of like a, a trigger for me and a fear. So that's why I still like, people may think that we rehearse this. I never heard this from you. I never sat down and asked you. I may sit down and talk to you about the things that the doctor tells me, but I don't tell you, like ask you, well, how does that make you feel? Oh, it's just going to make me feel even worse. Exactly. And I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to make you feel worse about what's going on. So. I tried everything. I still try everything. So for all the people that message me, I'm like, I've probably already done it. <laughs> Like, Your brother doesn't like stuff, anything healthy. Yes, my son will wake up and put the fruits and the beets and everything and make me juice. I mean, sometimes he can be very good and then he's just very messy. And if we can work on the messiness, we would be great. But other than that, other than that, I know my son cares. Um, my one question is, and I've always wanted to ask this, is even though I know you care, and I always say, because he's an actor, Michael B. Jordan puts himself out there. You know where I'm going with this. And 
talks about it with his friends. Like even you didn't know that one of your classmates in your acting class, Nock, that um, had lupus until there was what, like a, a exercise that you guys had to do and express things about yourself yeah. and you didn't tell anybody about it. So my question is, why don't you say anything about it? Are you ashamed? I'm not saying like you really are ashamed, but I'm just trying to figure out why you don't say too many things about it to your friends or share, or is it because you don't have that type of deep relationship with them? Because I have horrible insomnia. You do know, I mean, once you become big and famous, that's not going to be an easy task. It's not going to be an easy task, but some people do it with the <laughs> utmost, just smoothest way. Like Carrie Washington, you don't know too much about her husband. He used to play for the Eagles, you know, that type well, of I mean, thing. I know him because he's an actor, producer, and I'm the awesome mom, love that guy. <laughs> and he's an Eagles fan. <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan, baby. What you know? Um, yes, we are Eagles fans. Let's talk about that earlier today. But, um, yeah, I, I always wanted to ask you that question because I always feel like, is my son ashamed of me? He doesn't say anything about that. Um, but I've often wondered that. And then I've, uh, I know this answer if I ask your sister, but do you ever wonder if you're going to get it because you know it runs in our family? If I were to say out of 100% of
Okay, so you said you're becoming bitter and pushing men away and tired of disappointment. And your hubby is awesome. Someone thinks you're awesome, honey. Um, yes. <laughs> so, look, I know that you could become bitter. I, I know I've seen that. I've done that. But you have to be open to love aside from being sick. And I know sometimes I get very prideful and I'm like, I can just do it on my own. You can just go away. Leave me alone. I can do it everything on my own. I'm Superwoman. And you know what? Sometimes Superwoman needs Superman and little Superman and little Supergirl. And, you know, you got to let people take care of you. And I know that my grandmother really didn't have a choice because it was like, if I don't do it, then she's going to starve. And my mom, the same thing. So I just inserted myself and I know how to do that. But when people try to do that to me, I just like kick them and be like, no, get away, even though I'm half dead. But sometimes you got to let them do it. I think that's the same thing as what I just said about being so resilient for you. It might be being so prideful that you just don't allow people to be able to help you out, do something, be there for you, which that's got to feel bad because you same thing you might be pushing people away because you don't